Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, and this week I am totally an officer of granola. I'm getting really anxious now. Only la 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 la's are allowed because I am, I'm, I mean, I told you how I was doing yoga, and then I told you how I was getting into trying meditation and yes and now i'm making my own granola oh and wow i'm going full-on freaking hippie <laughs> kind of scary i up on you. know i know and i mean the granola is very good let me tell you it's delicious i could eat it all day long but if next episode i am potting from the top of a mountain with like a yak beside me you will know why because this is banana cakes. <laughs> you, know, you know, I was watching, what was I watching? I was watching Smallville today. Uh-huh. And Lex says something in this, you know, the Lex Luthor in Smallville said something about darkness. It's like, it's not a light switch. It's a journey. You know, you don't even realize you're on it sometimes. <laughs> it's like, it's the same thing with hippie. You know, you don't realize You're like, I'm going to try this. How about this? You don't this? realize it That's until cool... you're Oh my God. On... I know. I know. I'm, it's so, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm going to have to go out and do whatever the opposite of a hippie thing is. Go out and vote conservative or something just to <laughs> wipe the hippie out of me. But uh, Buy something expensive. That's what I need to do. I need to go buy something expensive. Just because your neighbors have it too. So you have to yeah. have it. <laughs> totally. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. That's good. That's good. I can I can deal with that. Yeah. I can find something to buy. I can always find something to buy. Plus, Excellent. You know, yeah. And I mean, depends, you know, what your neighbors have. You know, your neighbors might just have an omnibus, you know. <laughs> they, you don't have to have a car. It doesn't have to be a car. You know, you could you could still mold. It's like, well, you know. I know. I mean, who knows? They may have lots and lots of omnibuses in their, in their I mean, uh, home hidden away. So I yeah, feel I should probably thing. get one or two. Just because it's expensive doesn't mean it has to be expensive. I think um, when I got when I got that Legion Silver Age Legion Omnibus Volume Three from In Stock Trades, I believe I checked the other day looking at stuff. It's still twenty bucks, well, but it's an omnibus, go. so you know it has a price tag of like a hundred. There you are, perfect. So there perfect. you go. You spend twenty bucks, you buy an expensive thing. Excellent. Okay, I'm down for that. Hippie hippiness, you know, reversed. <laughs> Whew! Thank goodness. Thank goodness. All righty. All right. So tell us your problems. Next caller. <laughs> Excellent. I'm all solved. I'm all solved. Woo. All righty. Well, well that would be you. You would be the next caller. I would be the next caller. And I am. I am Al. And this week, I was a victim of the agents of dental. Oh, no. Ooh. Disappointing exam, noting total absurd limit. Oh, dear. So I didn't have to go to the dentist, but my wife did. And, um, yeah, I got a text before I left work, said, we'll have to chat later. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> she thought it might be a root canal that you'd have to get. Oh, if only. Yucks. It's like, oh. a, apparently it's something that runs her family. There's some kind of, uh, bacteria in her family that's in the mouth that like affects the teeth. So like. There are certain teeth that are going bad. It has nothing even to do. It's like, if you, you know, it's like, well, if I came in more regularly, I mean, she does it enough, but like more regularly for cleaning. So would that help? They're like, maybe, but it might not have. 
It might have still have, we might have still have to do this anyway. Basically, the bill that it's going to be due for doing all the stuff is going to be almost as much as it costs to do the roof. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. Those are going to be some amazing teeth when they're all done. Yeah, because like it also turns out there's also a crown of hers that apparently broke, and like there's a there's a you know section that like could fill you know could get infected because there's you know it's a blank spot you know empty spot there. So there's also that too. Oh dear. So yay. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. I feel for her. I mean, Poor the only thing. good thing, the only decent thing, well, not decent, but the only helpful thing is. It's going to be several visits, which means it's going to go over several months into next year, which means we could That's potentially okay. cut it in half. And therefore, while the insurance won't cover all of it, you know, we'll get insurance each year on it then. And yep. Yep. we have an HSA, so we're going to take some money out of that each year to cut put towards it. So while we still do have a bit to pay, you know, where there's a comma in the numbers, <laughs> it's not yes. going to be as high as it could be. Oh, boy. Oh boy! Well, hence why I know where, where the omnibuses are twenty bucks because I'm not spending a hundred dollars <laughs> on an omnibus. I can't. We can't do that. No, no, no! Oh my gosh, no! All righty. Well, that does not sound fun at all. But uh, no, I'm thinking of you. <laughs> Thank you. And you're going. Wow, paying for dental? Like I could. <laughs> yes. What a what a weird concept. You're like thinking uh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're pretty lucky. We're pretty yeah. lucky. Getting more things like that, we might have to move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we've got space for... So like the cold, I don't up. know. This might... Uh, <laughs> get many more of these things, that might trump the cold, issue the cold. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No worries. We'll adopt you. We'll Yay. adopt the, uh, the Americans into our little Canadian home here. Perfect. <laughs> Perfecto. But so yeah, it's not fun. But what is fun is what we're talking about today. Absolutely. Which is not Rebels number ten. No. Stay tuned. That's coming. Yeah. Or nine, depending on when this drops. I forget. Right. <laughs> I don't remember either. Wibbly wobbly recording issues. <laughs> totally. No, we are talking about. Something that doesn't have an acronym in it in the name at all. No, that's crazy. Yeah. I but mean, it I does, guess it's it, got DC. That's not an acronym. Though. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, to be fair, though, it does have four letters of, you know, does have a word that we've covered plenty of times where, you know, didn't have an acronym. Lobo. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. And not just any Lobo appearance. We are talking about the Lobo appearance from the 2000 and what was that? Seven, I think it was. Yep. Eight? 2007. Yep. 2007 Brave and the Bold series by Mark Wade and George Perez. Mm-hmm. Issue four featuring Supergirl and Lobo. And why are we doing this? Because we're doing a crossover. Right on. Like all crossovers, it, it jumps right in the middle of whatever you're doing normally and skews it off. that's right that's right and we are just gonna roll with the punches and make it work (laughs) so we are being part of this year's jl may crossover which is covering the entire brave and the bold series all so there's gonna be 35 different podcast episodes out of may all covering a different issue of this series 
collect them all. Yep, it's issue one was Overlook Dark Knight. Issue three, which is just before this, is the Bat Pod. And you know what? If you go to my uh, the Tumblr for my podcast, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com, there'll probably there'll be a post up there somewhere about this time that'll have a link to all the shows. Right on. I will check it out. This was such a good series. Oh my gosh! It was so good, and even when it changed writers or artists or anything, yeah, it was still good. Because I'm doing an issue on my show, issue 13, which is Batman and Jay Garrick. Oh, I forgot about that one. That was after Perez, but that was still It was still Wade. It was Wade and Ordway. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, that was so much fun. That was a fun issue to read. Yeah, 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 it's good. Yeah, I found, I think... It's been a while since I've reread the series, but I remember loving the Wade stuff. I thought the Straczynski stuff was pretty strong. That ended it? Yeah. Oh, and there was just a couple of randos in between, right? I think, I know Marv Wolfman had a couple issues. Yeah. I don't know if there was, I didn't look back at every issue, so I'm not sure who else was writing. Yeah, I can't remember. I yeah, I remember the whole run being strong, I think. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. And even the ones that weren't as strong weren't weak. Yeah, no, they were. Yeah, you're right. You are correct. I mean, there might be a different one or two other writers, I think. I don't know. But for the most part, I think if your book is, you know, Straczynski, Wade and Wolfman. All right. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the kind of team up book I like. I like team up books that just take random DC characters and mush them together into a story. I think that's so much fun. Not that traditional Brave and the Bold and DC Comics Presents are are awful, but I like I love when they just take random characters. I love like when it's like. Let's just pull two characters out of a hat and see how we mush them together. I think it's so it doesn't. Much fun. It's not always Batman and or Superman yeah, yeah, yeah. and or Spider Man no. and. No. Yeah. Those are my favorite of the Brave and the Bold issues. Way, 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 way back when, when they would, when they would like throw. Doctor, no Starman and Black Canary together, or Doctor oh, Fate yeah. and somebody else. Now Doctor Fate and Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those might be showcase but they might also be brave and the bold either way i love i love when they just grab two randoms and throw them I together they're so much fun yeah i'm not sure about the black canary starman but i know the fate the uh, our man was brave it was showcase i think showcase yeah yeah yeah. either way fun 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 stuff and this one is fun as well oh god yeah yeah plus we get more than just supergirl lobo we got batman we get the legion the actual not leg but the legion of superheroes one of them, yeah. Blue Beetle. <laughs> we get Blue Beetle. Fatal Five. Green Lantern. Adam Strange. There's so many. Destiny. Yes. It's great. It's great. And you know what? I had I had forgotten most of this. I knew like the general beats of the storyline, but um 
I've I've forgotten like all the individual chapters. So I'm coming. I was coming into this pretty cold, and and it was fine. Like it gives you exactly what you need to, yeah, enjoy the issue. And I'm gonna have to go back and reread the series. But yeah, I just read issue four right now. I didn't yeah. read one to three still. I'll go back and read it later. Totally, totally. Well, let's get into it. It's so good. All right. So. Like I said, it's Brave and the Bold number four, featuring Supergirl and Lobo, and it is a George Perez cover of Supergirl wearing her, I guess that's that era outfit, so it's a crop top with the skirt, and mm-hmm. she has a leather jacket with spikes on it. Looks like she stole from Lobo and little skulls, and she's got glass sunglasses, and she's riding a gold motorcycle through space with Lobo hanging off the back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's pretty sweet. And she's just loving, it looks like she's just loving what she's doing right now. Yeah, she's having the time of her life. She's born to be wild. (laughs) Who wouldn't enjoy riding a golden motorbike through space? I mean, yeah. And this issue is Mark Wade and George Perez storytellers, Bob Wyacek inks, Tom Smith colors, Rob Lay lettering, Stephanie Busima, assistant editor, Joey Cavallari, editor, Cover by George Perez, color by Tom Smith. And we start out with Batman. Of course. Totally. (laughs) Except it is Batman, only half of Batman, because he's been merged with the computer side of Tharok. Yes. And Blue Beetle is there staring in horror. And let's see, what do the captions say? He tastes metal as his left side goes numb. The first thought that enters Batman's brain is that his heart is failing. The second thought that enters in a cold voice, not his own, hisses, if only it were. And he's yelling at a woman who's kneeled down in front of him with some kind of gizmo pointed at him. What have you done to me, to us? Oh, sweet God. And Blue Beetle is speechless. Mm-hmm. And he's advancing on her arrogant, primitive Firing a weapon you don't understand. And then, so we have, looks like when Tharok's speaking, it's in the, like, the very straight computerized bu- uh, bu- word bubbles. When Batman speaks, it's actually in regular word bubbles. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Batman says, Ladama, run. I'm holding back, but the flesh is weak, you ape. That's <laughs> uh, right. I remember, I kind of remember her. Ladama was like a sort of crime boss in Blue Beetle's title. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was very much a part of uh, the cast in Blue Beetles. Yeah, in the first run of Blue Beetle. Yep, yep. And just to clarify for anyone who's just listening, this is the Jaime Reyes version of Blue Beetle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's, yeah, the one that came out of Infinite Crisis, it is. And this would just be like a year or so into his book actually starting. Yeah, yeah. When he was everywhere. He was all over the DCU. And he's saying, hang on, Batman, all oh, and his like fingers, like his, his fingers extend from his armor and like wrap around, you know, Batman. I'll do something. Because <laughs> I guess he didn't know what he's going to do. That's right. The armor still has a mind of its own. And kind of grabs Batman, Batman slash Starrock back. He's like, armor, analyze. Tell me how, tell me how Mr. Clanky's robot half got stuck to Bat. And the armor is speaking. And of course, we don't know what it says. So that's part of the fun of Blue Beetle, this version of Blue Beetle, is that he had, you know, we get the half the conversation. Yeah. Yes, I know his name is Tharok. Just scan. 
What do you mean they're both present? I only see half of Batman. That's impossible. The Harrisex weapon, which is, I guess, whatever the thing was that she shot him with in the previous Yeah, episode. it's the, yeah, it's the, the thing. little MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. Does the impossible boy, does the impossible boy keep scanning? No, Beetle, behind you. And then a bolt of green energy blasts him with a scrack. And in comes in the rest of the Fatal Five, the Emerald Empress. Our patience is at an end. Turn over the Harrispecs or die. Their persuader? Let's just kill them and bury that thing, Empress. Our employer stranded us in this miserable back error. Mano? No persuader. The Lord of Time said we will seize the Harrispecs and deliver it to him. That it's recorded in history. Therefore, he will return for it and for us. And Validus, too. He He's hanging around us. in the background, just yeah. kind of. I'm assuming growling. what he's saying is, <laughs> that's right. Because <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all he says. That or, Wah. that's right. If he's not bawling like a baby, he's growling. Yeah. <laughs> and Beetle's looking at them. Give me a break. Does he know this? Whatever it is, plays a probability. Did he predict it would change you guys into the Fatal Four Point Five? I think not. I am so bluffing, Batman. What do I do? And the Empress realizes what happened to Therak and says, well, well, Therak seems to have picked up a parasite. <laughs> and Mano's not worried. <laughs> Don't worry, I can burn him away with a touch. No, Mano, let me cut him off. <laughs> Everyone wants to get above. Totally. Beetle's like, Batman? And then the other member, the three, those three members get zapped with mental lightning by Validus. <laughs> and Beetle's very confused. Huh? The big guy, Thalidus, I thought he was on their side? Therak controls him. As long as I control the, the, think again, ape. The cyber mind of Therak dominates all. Beetle, get out of here now. Though your caveman will is surprisingly strong. And so the two of them are fighting for control of the body. Our struggle for control of the, the our struggle for control of the giant of Validus holding on will end momentarily. And so Beetle's looking for that weapon. Harspex, where? Harspex, Harspex, you, Ladama, give that to me. She's like, done. I never asked her any of this drama. <laughs> She's like, I don't want part of this crap. So Beetle has the weapon now. He's like, armor, help, find a rewind button in this thing. Something. No one do? There has to be a failsafe. Come on. Batman is getting bored. I have a giant on my butt with thundercloud for a brain, and we're about to die by lightning. Yes. <laughs> Tharok, let go of the weapon. No, what are you doing? And Batman Tharok grabs the weapon and points it at himself. And he says, saving you. And he presses the button. And there's a big flash of light. And as Beetle right. says, gone. Harris specs and all. They're all gone. And Ladama comes up behind him. It's quite the moment for you. Joker, Scarecrow, Ra's al Ghul. All the great ones tried it. But you did it. You killed the Batman. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Well, that's going to leave a little bit of a mark on poor old Beatles' psyche. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad mark in this permanent record. <laughs> He's like, I'm probably not going to get into the Justice League now. No, I'll have to hang with the Titans. And, you know, I just realized this is like the Brave and the Bull cartoon. We have that little opening scene. Yeah, and then we have the so actual true. story. 
And then we get into the real story. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. So elsewhere, and we're on an alien planet, and inside looks like a bar. And from the, you know, we see someone say, 1,200 Clems in the blonde. That was two hours ago. Bet's up to 15. And we see inside this bar is a whole bunch of aliens drinking and looking at the, at the thing going on in the middle. And what it is, is Lobo and Supergirl having an arm wrestling match. <laughs> Give up yet, girly. Not on your fantastic life. And this is the Lords of Luck, the Garden of Destiny, Chapter 4. And we get the little quick, you know, summary of who they are. So rocketed as a teenager from the doomed planet Krypton and preserved for decades in suspended animation, Kara Zor-El aids her cousin Superman's fight for truth and justice as Supergirl. And we also know that the last survivor of the planet Zarnia, Lobo uses his extreme strength and tracking ability as an interplanetary bounty hunter and bare-knuckle fighter for him, himself, and his own way. That about sums him up. Yep. <laughs> so the two of them are still arrest, are arm wrestling, and she's asking, can we stop screwing around? I hired you to take me to Ran, and this dump is the third stop we've made already. Complaints are for paying customers, Blondie. Which you ain't until I'm holding your cash. What do you say we make this interesting? And there's a waitress coming up behind them. How about double or nothing? You mind staying <laughs> out of this? <laughs> Don't yell at me, ma'am. I'm the one who's going to have to mop up the mess when he tears your arm off. He's not going to. Did you just call me, ma'am? <laughs> and it was fine with that. That's it. Get her blood up. And everyone's still enjoying the show. 2,000 Clems on Supergirl. A fool and his Clems. Nobody's ever beat Lobo. Nobody's ever lasted this long against him, neither. If he loses to a skirt, his rep's gonna be toilet food. But Lobo wins. Slams her arm down. Does not rip it off, but slams her arm down the table. And their chants are, Lobo, Lobo, Lobo. And he's all, woo I win again. I always fraggin' win. I fraggin' ask you, who's the main man? Drinks for everybody. The round's on me. She's like, what? No. For the last time, I'm on a clock here. Lobo, you promised if I arm wrestled you, we'd leave. Keep your shirt up. Wait, what am I saying? Flash me and we'll talk. Okay, <laughs> not every bastard order at once. You, what's your poison, pal? And this one guy, come, huge guy, comes up to order and he puts his hand over Supergirl on Supergirl's head. I mean, he looks like mm -hmm. he can crush her head with one hand. You know, if that was possible. Yes. He's placing his order. Barkeep, pour me a top shelf Riborian trimel with a sidecar of, and then he goes flying into a wall. <laughs> and Supergirl looks around, going, saying, "Anyone else feeling thirsty?" And everyone's all of a sudden shut up. That's right. And they leave. Killjoy. That's it. Get my blood up. Keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought our Lobo Supergirl team up would be what I wanted, but this is so much fun. It is fun. Because he's so horrible, but he can't do anything to her, so she's like, shut up, you, at, you jackass. <laughs> and as they walk out, all of a sudden there's a bright flash of light. I mean, so bright, in fact, it makes the color go away. They're That's in black right. and white. Oh, now with the lights, fragging cops ambush me every damn time I come out of some bar. And then the light is, you know, the color's back. And Supergirl's very, they're both very confused. It's not police, Lobo. I don't know what it is. 
and they are in what looks like a giant, giant hedge maze. Mm-hmm. Hey, where the hell's my bike? This ain't where we came in. This is another one of your name detours. Do I look like a nature lover? Take your x-ray vision off my package for one minute and see what you can see. That was my microscopic vision. This is my <laughs> This is my x-ray vision. And it gets weirder because all I'm looking at now is the back of my own head. Not the worst. Shh, don't. <laughs> like I said, I mean, Lobo is, well, he is a jackass. It's a pig. But, yeah, to put it mildly. But the fact is she does not put up with any of it. She does not shy away from it. And she's not afraid to tell him, shut up. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> and she says, stay here while I get some bearings from above. And she starts to fly up. Look up my skirt. I'll melt your face. Seriously. And she flies up and then flies up right through the ground, right back in front of him. And they're both like, that's right. Whoa. <laughs> and she is not having any of this. Ah, damn stupid outer space makes no sense, Maze. I'll get to Rom when I'm 80 and Greenlander's going to be dead and the bad guys win. And it's all my fault for trusting a drunk. Yeah. And, the, you know, the worst part is having to listen to you about the benefit of booze. And he starts walking away. Where are you going? I said, where are you going? I'm racing my own sobriety. As he starts walking through the maze. Greatest tracker in our universe, remember? That's my power. I'm going to use it to find the bastard who stuck us here. And choke him to death with his own nads. <laughs> and, you know, the camera, our camera goes out further and further away. And we see that this maze is actually in the shape of a giant hand. Mm-hmm. Which I'm guessing is supposed to be like the hand of destiny. Oh, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they make their mm-hmm. way out. Lobo's like, there. Hey, you. Give me a Valorpian wall banger. Water back. No ice. I am not a barkeep, Zarnian. That's a shame, because it's just the only thing keeping you alive for another five. Wait a sec, Zarnian. How'd you know where I come from? Your entire lifespan, from your first stirrings in your mother's womb to the name of the man who will murder you, is recorded in my book, Lobo. The book of the d- d- Destiny. And we see it is destiny. As in it is. One of the endless. Yeah. Except instead he instead of chained to him uh, instead of chained to uh normally the book of destiny is chained to his hands, instead it is a hourglass. Yeah. Which Ooh, which is a clue. Apropos. Yeah. 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 Because they don't know what's going on. We will find out in a minute, but it's a clue yeah. to the mystery. And, but Lobo, of course, doesn't care about any of that. He's like, really? Then did you get to the part where I got you like a nun? Lobo, wait. Ah, fetal's giz. He's a ghost as Lobo tries to whack his chain through him, but, you know, he goes right through him. Not precisely. I don't think I am. Am I? I'll handle this row above. What is wrong with you? Why do you always leave with your face? It's my best feature. Fine, gab away. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. So while Lobo pouts, Supergirl talks to Destiny. So this book, which I was chasing until you yoinked me here, by the way, if it's yours, why don't you have it? It is complicated. Forgive my anxiety. Without tome in hand, I am incomplete. My memories grow dim, but I will relate what I can. I do not write the... So we had a little flashback showing Destiny looking at the book. I did not write the book, but I have been its guardian, its solitary reader since the dawn of time. 
its pages brilliant past my fingers like crisp leaves chronicle all that's ever been or ever will be oh so i had all my days believed until i came to the men who were not there it was impossible no be beings may step outside the book and yet four had and we see he sees a picture he's looking in the book and there's a picture of like looks like some kind of alien thing shooting at something yeah it's like i'm pretty sure that's the cover of one of the oh i wouldn't be surprised i'm sure i had that issue and uh but we see four blank images yeah you know, just outlines of people but there's no color there's no shape there's nothing it's just the four blank outlines yeah now if you didn't have that issue and you weren't familiar with dc you wouldn't know who they were but but that but if you know me, that issue yeah. and also the fact that he's holding an hourglass yeah that is multi-man, and he is taking on the challengers of the unknown who have vanished into the unknown. Mm -hmm. I had ne never noticed their absence before, but then how does one see the invisible? To my horror, as I searched the book for answers, it became evident that their omission had grave consequences. Pages were being sporadically rewritten as these men continued to influence events around them, changing fact in the fiction, warping reality corrupting destiny the book was no longer safe with me nor i with it in my final moment of clarity i realized the same men who were destroying it could repair it i took steps to pay, place it in their possession and we see destiny's literally ripping the book off the chain there it is i found the issue it is issue 24 of the challengers of the unknown from february 1962 ah okay so obviously not not a kirby issue no no, this is Arnold Drake and Abraham. Cool. Yes. So Supergirl's... Oh, sorry, go on. Nope, that was it. That was it. Okay. So Supergirl's asking, how were they supposed to fix it? I no longer recall. Abandoning control of the book was a gambit of utter desperation and a long-awaited opportunity for the Lords of Luck. Alien mystics who worship chance and bend fortune... For millennia, the trios coveted the Book of Destiny. And we can see, if you are familiar with the Legion of Superheroes, these are the Luck Lords, uh -huh. which are literally giant, kind of semi-giant uh -huh. alien beings who wear green, and literally their heads are just giant eyeballs, which are also that, green eyes. That's right. No mouths, no nose, just giant, just eyeballs. giant pupils. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> wasn't there a lot of like theory early on that maybe that's where the emerald eye comes from? Uh, mm. Or at least speculation. It might have been. Yeah, that might have been part of it. I mean, if you have, you know, a giant creature who has a giant green eye, and you also have a giant green eye floating <laughs> around. <laughs> yeah, so there might have been a plot line that um, Levitz was exploring. Because um, I think it was like, what, Legion... 45 that I think the Luck Lords first appeared as giant eyeballs. And uh, up until then, they were like just regular alien looking like creatures, I think. Like so I looked up real quick. Yeah, I looked up real quick. So according to Mike's Amazing World, now mm -hmm. Mike's Amazing doesn't always go too too current when it's looking like for like you're looking for appearances. A lot of times appearances kind of stop like by around 90, 91. Right. So they list only three appearances for the Luck Lords. 
That sounds about right. What are they? What Before, are they you know, it doesn't include this one. It's Adventure Comics 343, mm-hmm. and then Legion of Superheroes 44 and 45, because I think they appear in the, like, the very last page of 44. Yeah. Yeah, and I in, would say that sounds about right. And in 343, they're, they are green aliens, but... You know, they're just green aliens with white yes. hair. They, you yeah, know, they yeah, have yeah. two eyes. Their faces are a little froggish. Yes, that's what but, I remember. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think in their next appearance, or and they weren't even they were science. I'm looking at the panel now. We're scientists who are exiled from our own planet for crimes. We use psych science to make the people who think we are masters of luck. Yes. So they were fake luck lords. Yes. And yeah, and then in the Baxter run, that's when we meet the actual real yeah. luck lords who look now, like eyeballs. So this might be their first 20th century appearance. That's true. That is true. It is expanding on their uh, on their history here. Which is cool. Which yeah. is cool. I love me some giant eyeballs. Oh yeah, no, they're they definitely look very cool. These are freaky looking guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great look. All right, so they've been hunting for the hair specs. No, the Book of Destiny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah. The trio has covered the book for for millennia. The trio has covered the Book of Destiny, and they were watchful of its new route. The Luck Lords manipulated two Venturian gamblers into obtaining the book. They, in turn, listened to the thief who betrayed them and became a victim of the Harrispex, a weapon powered by the Luck Lord's sorcery. Ah, there's a connection. Yeah. Vent- and Supergirl's like, Venturians, yeah. One of them did get the book. Green Lantern and I went after him. But then another guy took your book, Angie to some planet called Ran. If I can catch up, I can get back for you. And then... Recovering the book is insufficient. Even now, time-space is splintering with each altercation, alteration of the book. You must deliver it to its intended recipients before reality unravels. Okay, and they are? I do not remember. Great. But I do have memory of this. Batman and Green Lantern will know. That will not change. Then if you'll excuse me, my tour guide and I need to get back on the road. Ready, Lobo? Lobo? Hey, where he? And all of a sudden, from out in through the hedge maze comes Lobo flying on this gold bike motorcycle. Yeah! Right on. Snatching <laughs> up the garden, doing circles. What are you doing? Donuts. Plus, I think I just ran over the squirrel of destiny. What? Like you expected the main man to waste time standing around while you and Sourpuss talked one another to death? I went and got my bike. How? The portal closed behind us. Hello, Lobo. Can track anything? Man, you are blonde to the bone, toots. <laughs> Such a jackass. Yes, but she has had enough. Oh, God, yeah. She goes, ah! She tackles him <laughs> off the bike. She starts hitting him. Stop calling me blondie or babe or especially, especially toots. Got that? <laughs> all right, all right already. Deal. Let's see a little kiss. Ah! Never be clean. Can I leave now? (laughs) And Destiny creates a portal. Absolutely. But tolerate no further distractions, Supergirl. Deliver the book. The book is all. Wait, one thing. This book with all of history in it. 
doesn't take any sort of like special knowledge to use it, right? I mean, can just anyone open up and read it? If that is their true desire, go. And they fly off. And this panel's really cool where it almost looks like they're flying through Destiny's head, which is like turning into space. Ah. <laughs> flying right to his nose. He is one of the endless. Mm-hmm. And they're flying. It's quiet. And Lil was kind of looking back at her. You're going to grow up just fine. Repeat. I get it. You want to look ahead in the book. Check out life's going to be like a superwoman, right? How is he could talk in space again? Same as off the tracking. I'm gifted. Listen, you got to be careful peeking into the future. My dad put me in suspended animation in a rocket ship. Next thing I know, I'm on Earth and my cousin is telling me Krypton's gone and our family is all dead. Just be nice to know if more people survive. That's all. Nice try there, doll. But it takes more than being a soul survivor to make you as cool as the main man. That is what you're trying for, right? And a little bit of quiet. And she's like, and everyone told me you were a complete bastard. Kid, for once, everyone was right. <laughs> Lobo gets a brief moment of, you know. Yeah, they have a one moment. brief shining moment of touchiness there. But that's going to go away now. Yeah, it's not going to last. <laughs> because now they arrived at a planet, and Lobo's like, and in line, next stop, Ran. Triple Sons, a good scientist, and suicide missions. Watch your step get a frag off my hog and have a nice death. Excellent. Next, we need to find Green Lantern or the book, whatever pops up first. Why don't I take the East Hemisphere and you take the West? Whoa, whoa, whoa. The main man don't give a cunz junk where nothing is except his cash. I'm done here. Pay up. What do you mean, done? You can't quit now. You heard what's at stake. Yeah, good luck with that. Pay me. Yeah, I already did, you jerk, as she jumps off and also takes the uh, jacket off, throws the jacket in his face, and she flies away. Your payment was me not humiliating you at arm wrestling in a bar full of spectators, when I could have won without breaking a sweat. That's a lie, you fragging deadbeat. Truth hurts. Nobody welches on Lobo. I ain't got to forget this. And her fingers are in her ears as she flies away. La la la, not listening. She tells giz. <laughs> and he flies off he flies off and she flies down to the planet well i made it this far now what it's not like green lantern has a cell phone i can call he's somewhere on a planet guess all i can do is start x-raying the cities and hope the ugly people are wearing lead underwear <laughs> and as she's flying down we see the sights of some we see from the sight of somebody on the planet looking through a weapon scope Benagarian at 6061. This one is fast. 65. Launch. And she gets hit like a missile or something. Sarge, it survived a direct hit. Are those Red Wings? And we see it's a bunch of Rand soldiers shooting at her. Perhaps they de designate some new class of Benagarian super warrior. Keep firing. Death to the Hawkmen. Hey, I heard that. I come in peace. What's with the flying hate? And she uses her, I guess her, uh, not x-ray vision. Which vision would this be? Uh, I was going to say freezing vision, but that's not true. I guess far she does not have whatever. freezing. Yeah, it telescopic would be vision. telescopic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she sees Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, and Adam Strange fighting a, fighting a bunch of Thanagarians in the sky. Oh. All this because some guy couldn't hang on to a stupid book. The man had one job since the beginning of time. How hard can it be? And she goes to fly to help. And meanwhile... We jump 
and we see the emerald eye and we back to batman in the theo five and we see the therox side is saying wake flesh i said awaken what where data assimilated we have returned to the prison from which the lords of time lord of time released us and the rest of the fatal five is all unconscious we cannot escape this cell speak for yourself someone's coming and the cell starts to open up, and we hear from outside, sure it wasn't a false alarm, they're also right where we left them. Look again, that's not Tharok. Not completely. Where am I? You're in lockdown, mister. Courtesy of the Legion of Superheroes. And we see it's the three-boot Legion. That's right. We got Shrinking Violet, we got... Shadow Lass. Yeah, we got three triplicate girls, yep. Oh, we yeah, got light yeah. We got micro lad. Yes. Ultra boy. Star boy. Karate element kid. Lad, karate kid. Yeah, this is the element lad with the uh, the blot with the uh, the the soul patch. The soul patch. We've got who's in between ultra boy and lightning lad? There is that invisible kid. Who is yeah. that? It is invisible kid. I'm pretty sure that's invisible kid. I don't remember yeah. him having a costume really. I guess that's true, right? Yeah. Yeah. Apparition, Chameleon. I think she's Phantom Girl again. Oh, you're right, Phantom Girl. Yeah, she's got a big P on her chest there, yeah. Or Phantom Girl. (laughs) Or Fanty. There we go, a good chunk of the team. This will be a... Whoever gets to enjoy this issue will have fun with it. And next, it's Batman and the Legion of Superheroes. And just so you know, in case you're curious, uh, the next one, the issue is going to be covered by the Legion Project. Right on. So that will be Eric from the Lombok Review and some new guy called Peter Rios. Ros- <laughs> Ros- I might have heard of him once or twice. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I, <laughs> sounds like some guy who would have a puppet, after, have his own puppet. <laughs> Could very well be. Could very well be. You can follow along there. And then you can hop back here and join us next week for... More Rebels. You're, yeah, more Rebels. Your regularly scheduled Rebels issue, which will either be 9 or 10, or it might be an annual. But it definitely will not be Rebels number 11. Definitely not. <laughs> but other than that, it could be... It could be whatever the Book of Destiny has in store for us. <laughs> we are just pawns. That's right. We're just pawns in the... In the larger pages of the Destiny book there. Like Mongo. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Alrighty, folks. Well, that is it from us. You can send us any feedback, any comments, any anythings at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can find us on the Facebooks. You can find us uh, at the website, which is also Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com. Yep, and don't forget, if you want to see the links to the shows, now, depending on when I put it up, I might not have all the episodes, obviously, because they're not they're coming out throughout May, but at least the links to the shows that will be participating in the crossover will be on the Tumblr page for my show. So, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com. Right on, right on, right on. Super. Enjoy. This will be fun. This will be fun, and you'll have 35 little podcasts to listen to, one for every day of the month in May. Assuming and May has 35 days. I think it does. <laughs> that, that tracks. 
That totally tracks. All righty. Enjoy it all, my friends. And I will see you L-A-T-E-R. M-E-I-D-A-N-T-A-Y-T-Y-Y-M-U-U-T-T-A-A-K-I-N-A-D-A-A-N. Dude, that is more letters than in the alphabet. I got lost at Muty Tutu. <laughs> Muty Tutu? Muty Tutu is where I got lost. Muty Tutu to you too. Uh, all right, T. What's going on here? Click this.